Welcome to another episode of the Almost Awakened Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real, and I'm grateful for the chance to be with you today. Today, I want to talk, in the past, we've done episodes where we've talked about you being your authentic self, you choosing to belong rather than fit in. I want to talk about that topic, but I want to talk about it in regards to what you feel inside yourself while others try to be their authentic self. And, and so every human being, we got to get this ground out of the way to begin with. Every human being has the right to be their authentic self. Now, think about this for a moment. And, and we've got to establish some rules here. You don't get to be your authentic self if you are, if your authentic self is causing harm to another person. We can use the extreme example of a serial killer. A serial killer, his authentic self, is the way it wants to express itself, the things he wants to do is he wants to take the lives of lots of people. And, uh, and if you're a serial killer, you don't get to be your authentic self. If you act unethically, if you act in uh, illegal ways, if you act in ways that cause harm, malicious harm, to another person, if you're being your authentic self com is compelling other humans to do things your way, not going to happen. But every human being has the right to be their authentic self so much as that what they do is only affecting their uh, behavior, their experience, and is not hurting intentionally, maliciously some other person. And it's important that we get this, that Everybody you know, all the people you love and don't love, they get to show up in the world however they want. If they are uh, bisexual, if they are transgender, if they uh, like to wear overalls, if they want to watch NASCAR racing on Sunday, if they want to eat McDonald's food every day, everybody, every human gets to show up in the world as their authentic self. And there's so many reasons why they're not. Again, we're going to talk about how you handle it. There are reasons why they don't because of somebody uh, picking on them when they were younger, making fun of them, embarrassing them, the shame they felt, the abuse that they suffered, the trauma they've been exposed to. All kinds of reasons why people don't show up in the world as their authentic self. But everybody has the right to. Now, when that authentic self imposes itself in the space where it prevents another human being from being their authentic self, now you've crossed a line and that person does not have a right to that. It's the idea, right? Like, like we all have the right to pursue happiness and we all have the right to go out into the world. And But soon as we do something in the world that prevents someone else from doing what they're wanting to do in the world, now suddenly we've run up across that line. And and there are so many real-world applications. This is messy and this is complicated, just like everything else in the world. So by all means, if you want to send me a counterexample, feel free. But I want to speak in generalities today, and I want to address the why you don't let another person be their authentic self. So uh, anytime you see another human who uh, wants to show up in the world as their authentic self, most of us who are good and healthy human beings, we, we applaud them. Uh, I have uh, a couple of gay friends. They're they're married now. But in a past, you know, if we go back 15 years, they were married to women. They hated it because their religious system told them they needed to be married to women. So they did it. And then they hated themselves and they hated their life. And, and that doesn't mean they hated their whole life. 
but they hated parts of their life. They hated the fact that they didn't get to show up. They didn't get to wake up in the morning and show up as their authentic self. And so at some point, that not being able to be you, there's so many pieces and parts of you you're hiding, that you're withholding, that you're showing up as a counterfeit version of you, that you just grow tired and you. And so in these two men, in the midst of all that heartache and pain, they, they had the courage to step away and, and then to choose to show up in the world more authentically. And we all go, we all applaud them, right? Go get it. Go be you. Go knock it out of the park. Like nobody should have to hide, especially as it's imposing trauma on your insides, right? And so we applaud people for showing up as their authentic self. But when the person is very close to us and they're showing up as their authentic self, you be the wife of that gay man. You be the the husband of that woman who has some piece of her authentic self that's running up against her partner. When somebody is super close to us and they want to show up as their authentic self, we suddenly go, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, my friend, you, my friend, might want to be careful. Your authentic self is going to hurt me. Even if their being their authentic self isn't maliciously trying to hurt the other person. When that gay man left his wife, there was lots of hurt that happened. There was lots of trauma that occurred to both of those people, and to children if children are involved. But people still get to be their authentic self even if hurt happens. People get to be their authentic self even if trauma occurs. What they don't get to do is to be maliciously harmful to another person and to prevent that person from being their authentic self. When your authenticity gets in the way of someone else's authenticity, it's a problem. So, so what I want to speak to today is why do you get so uncomfortable when the person you love the most or the friends that you care about or your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother or your child is, is telling you they want to show up? And whether it's with words, whether it's with body language, whether it's with uh, a reasonable request, whether it's with a statement just directed out into the world, whether it is by the behavior that one does, when, when your loved one comes to you and says, I am not comfortable pretending to be the person I'm pretending to be, and this isn't all of me, and I want to show up with more of me and try to work on being all of me. And when that person does that, and it's not getting in the way of our being our authentic self, why do we push back against it? Why do we tell that person, no, 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 you can't do that. No, 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 no. We are not going down that path. You, you need to, you need to compromise. You need to pretend to be something you're not. You need to withhold parts of you. You need to hold back and not be your full authentic self and certainly not a fuller version of yourself because anything you do is going to hurt me. And the answer, again, assuming the person is doing it in an ethical, legal, consensual, responsible, all of those things. What stops you from letting them be? What stops you from letting your wife or your husband or your son or daughter or your mother or father or your friend be who they are? It's your ego. It's your ego. Your ego is trying to get the outside world to be what you want it to be, right? Like your life has incurred tons of experiences and and those experiences have formed within you what you like and what you dislike. 
those experiences have formed within you an aversion to certain things, a deep appreciation for certain things, and you're constantly trying to manipulate the outside world into giving you the experience that you'll be happy with. And you do this most egregiously to the people that you care about most who are closest to you because they're the ones who you feel have the deepest effect on making your outside world look and feel and and respond in ways that you want so that you can have the optimal experience. But you're always chasing it, right? No matter what experiences you have, like they're good for a moment and then we move back on to something else and you're constantly trying to manipulate the outside world. But the reason you're manipulating the outside world is because you have disturbances inside of you. When, When I'm bothered or annoyed or irritated by my child or my spouse or my friends, It's something that's happening inside of me. It's not happening outside of me. Something outside is happening, certainly, but it's something inside of me that's disturbed. And my reaction is to figure out how to resolve my insides. We've talked about this with, about my kids. We've talked about this in my interactions with my wife. We all do this. I do this. You do this. What stops us from letting another person be their authentic self is our ego. Let's take an extreme example. Let's say that your uh, wife, you're a husband, your wife wants to um, explore intimacy outside of your marriage. Now, think about that right there. Whatever pokes you just felt, what are they? Let's say she does it. She's going to do it responsibly. Let's say she's going to do it consensually. Let's say she's going to do it in ways that don't directly uh, interfere or bother you. In other words, she's not dragging you along. She's not forcing you to stay behind. She, she is considerate of your feelings and thoughts. What inside right now is going like, oh, well, hold on, hold on a minute, slow down. Can't have this. Whatever your partner's deepest wants and desires are, if your partner were to sit with you and go, these are my deepest desires. These are my deepest wants. These are my needs. And I feel like I'm pretending and I feel like a part of me is suffocating And I want to show up in the world more of myself. And that person's going to do it again responsibly and ethically, legally. And they do it in ways that don't compel you to do it too or to not do it. But you get to show up in your own way. What is it inside that stops you? And and the answer is your ego. Your ego is afraid. Your ego is afraid that you're going to lose this person. Your ego is afraid that some other experience is going to outdo you. You are afraid that uh, whatever this person experiences, they're going to experience happiness and realize that whatever you gave them was less than subpar. And so then you get up in the way and go, whoa, hold on. No, 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 no. Damn it. No way. You're not doing that. You're not allowed to be here. You're not allowed to be this. You're not allowed to do here. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to... When we impose on another person... I need you to keep pretending. I need you to keep withholding parts of yourself. I need you to be the idea of you that I have rather than be actual you. It all falls back to ego. Our ego is what generally stops us from allowing other human beings to show up in the world as their authentic selves. Think about that for a moment. Pause on that. Hit the pause button and sit and ponder. It's our ego. Again, take ego, take your ego and try to pretend you could take everyone's ego, that, that piece of you that uh, tries to protect yourself against the world and tries to manipulate the world 
into being what you need it to be so that you can be happy and have the optimal experience that you want to have. For just a moment, pretend you can take all of our egos and just put them in a box, close the box up, and put it up on a shelf. Now look around at the world. Look around at everyone. Shouldn't is so long as they do not cause harm to another person by getting in the way of that person being their authentic self. In other words, you don't get to go molest kids. You don't get to go be a serial killer. You don't get to go rape people. You don't get to go shoplift. You don't get to go um, speeding down the road at 190 mile an hour on, on a street with other cars. You don't get to impose your authenticity in the way of someone else's. But barring those situations, and those are extremes, Barring those, look around at the world, egos in the box on a shelf. Do you want and do you, do you see the need to allow every human being out there in all their diversity, in all their shades of color, in all their likes and dislikes with food, with clothing, with um, the risk they want to take and the uh, excitement they want to have versus the quiet and the calmness that other people want. Shouldn't every human being get to show up in the world as their true, authentic self? And you're going to answer, I assume your answer is going to be yes. Yeah. No matter how silly their thing is, no matter how weird their thing is, no matter how much it's not our thing, shouldn't every human, so long as they don't do it in a way that hurts somebody else, or gets in the way of somebody else's authenticity, shouldn't they be able to do it? Somebody wants to wear holes in their jeans. If somebody wants to show their cleavage, if somebody wants to wear high heels, if somebody wants to wear parachute pants, if somebody wants to beatbox on the corner of the street, if somebody wants to be a one-man band running down the road with, you know, no matter what people want to do. And yet there are certain areas when someone's politics, when someone's sports, I look at a guy walk by me with a Dallas Cowboys jersey, and I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. As soon as I see that jersey, I'm like, kick their ass last week. That guy, that guy should know better. All he's doing is just enjoying his authentic self. He's got a favorite team. Let him wear the damn jersey. So when someone's politics, someone's sports, and really when it's someone's sexuality, what do you do when your partner's sexuality is entirely different than yours? What do you do when your partner's needs and wants and desires in that realm are entirely different than yours? I don't have a ton more to say on the issue other than for all of us to sit with our egos and what our egos allow and don't allow. There's a, there's a word that uh, has come out in the last maybe, I think, 20 years or so, and the word is compersion. And this word came about in the polyamorous community. And the word compersion, what it means is that you take joy in someone else's joy. Now, and what it specifically means, and obviously it comes from the poly community, meaning that when your partner enjoys a sexual experience, that isn't exactly the experience you want to be happening. You don't want them to be having exactly this experience. It's not your idea of what you'd be doing. In other words, it's not like, hey, we're doing this thing together and we both wanted to do it. It's that your partner's doing something, they're having a blast doing it, and you're not exactly the thing you would do. And yet, you have joy, happiness, excitement. You're turned on, and I don't mean that necessarily in a sexual way. You're turned on by the fact that your partner is getting to be a bigger piece of their authentic self, and they're enjoying themselves. But what do most of us humans do? We do jealousy. We do hurt. We do anger. We do sadness. 
but there are humans out there who are working on within the realm of sexuality and outside of that in a thousand other realms of taking joy in their partner's joy and excitement and adventure. And they're getting to be themselves. I talked in the last episode about my wife's bowling and how I was just cheering her on. I was so happy for her. She was just doing so damn good. That's compersion. Did I want to win? Sure I did. Did I want to win at the expense of my wife's awesome game being altered? Hell no. I was excited for her and there wasn't any piece of me, even though I'm as competitive as hell, that wanted to wish bad luck on her, that wanted her to start throwing gutter balls. I wanted her to bowl a 300 and take complete joy in what she's doing. Compersion. Do you you have compersion for your partner? When your partner shows up as their authentic self and that authentic self would normally make you uncomfortable and it's not the experiences you want to have, but you are so happy and joyful for them. What would happen if you let your partner be their authentic self? What would happen if you just let your partner show up in the world the way they want to show up? What would happen if you made the space completely safe to sit down with your partner and to say, hey, I know that my ego at times has made you feel unsafe in being your full expression of yourself. I know that my fears, my jealousies, my walls, my unhealthy mechanisms, my shadows, my need to manipulate you into being what I need you to be. I know those things make it impossible, or at least it feels impossible for you to show up as your authentic self. And I want to get those things out of the way. I want to really sit down every day and work on being a healthier version of me to the point where I release my ego. I am aware that I'm aware and I see my ego as something separate than me. And I want to sit with and wrestle with limiting, diminishing, and maybe even getting rid of the control my ego has on on whether I can enjoy your enjoyment. And to sit down with our partners and say, what do you really want from this life? What do you really want to experience What is your authentic self wanting to express that my unhealthy ego is not allowing? And make space for your partner to say, hey, you know, if I'm honest, the real me wants to do this. The real me wants to wear women's clothes on Wednesday night, right? The real me wants to whatever it is. And no, by the way, that's not my thing. But God, it's somebody's thing. It is some other person's thing. And yet they're so damn scared to show up in the world the way they are for shame, for hurting someone, for causing jealousy or rage or embarrassment or offense. Why can't your partner show up the way they want to? And you don't even know what your partner wants to show up as because you're not willing to make it safe. Could you lose them? Yeah, you could. But again, that's ego, right? They belong to you. They are yours, but they're not. Everybody should be free to be their authentic self to move through the world feeling safe to be them and to be able to have the freedom of choice to pursue whatever experiences and happiness and joy and whatever whatever the fuller expression of experience in themselves brings. Again, so long as they don't cause harm, so long as they act ethically and responsibly and consensually in the world. But you won't even make space for that conversation, will you? Why? We're all scared. I can tell you that my wife and I, we sit with these conversations almost daily. We are constantly reading books, listening to podcasts, thinking about things in terms of what can I do to be a healthier version of me today so that I can let not only my partner, 
but my children, my friends, my coworkers, my boss, be a healthier version of themselves. Compersion. What is your partner's authentic self? Find that out. And then sit with what stops you from allowing it? What makes you all disrupted inside that they go and do their thing without directly hurting you? You want to be a better human being? Really? Do you? Then it's time to start wrestling with your ego on a daily, maybe even a moment by moment basis, which is sometimes the truth for me. Every day I get up in the morning and I turn on something, some audiobook, some podcast, some article I read. Like I'm, I'm wanting to insert myself into the conversations of what a healthier world would look like and what a healthier me would look like and wrestle with it. That's the journey of human development. Am I great at it? No. There are things my wife goes like, hey, my authentic self would like to do this. And I go, ah, hold on, hold on. It's hurting me. Let me, let me drag you out of doing your authentic self because it's hurting me too much. And then I got to sit with myself again and go, why did I do that? Damn ego. Damn it. My ego did that. My ego could not let her enjoy her full authentic self because it disrupts my insides. And I don't have the wherewithal to sit with my own disruption right this moment. So I am reacting and manipulating out of my unhealthy ego rather than responding and connecting and just maybe sometimes just sitting with my disruption without trying to change the world around me. You want to grow, huh? You want to develop as a human. You want to awaken. You want to show up in the world healthier, but that's going to mean you're going to need to show up allowing other people to show up healthier. Compersion. When the experience is not your experience, can you still release your ego and take up complete and absolute joy in the people around you being their authentic self? That's the challenge. And it's not just like, hey, we did an episode, we covered it, great, perfect, on, let's move on to something else. Rather, it's something that you need to sit with daily and wrestle with daily and constantly be figuring out how you can sit with the disruption inside you without reacting to the outside world, trying to get it to conform to what your insides are requiring for you to have an optimal experience. Until next time, this is the Almost Awakened Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. 